We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Bring the Juice Colts podcast live stream. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will allow a couple people to hop into the live stream real quick before I uh, continue. But shout out to all of you for being in here. Greatly appreciate it. Um, We're just going to go ahead and react to Shane Steichen being on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Uh it was he was talking about a few things I think that could be very interesting for us to talk about and for me to just react to. I didn't get a chance to watch that interview, um, and I didn't get a chance to really do um, a lot with content yesterday. So, you know, I just figured, you know, talk about some other stuff. And if you guys want me to also react to, uh, if you guys also want me to react to Ballard's. Uh, comments on colts.com feel free to let me know um i can probably do that as well you know it's just kind of counting down the days right until the uh the nfl comb or the nfl draft you know only what is it now four days away from today yeah actually uh yeah one two yeah basically five days exactly from this moment forward eight o'clock on the dot five days away So, you know, not much longer, guys, that we're going to have to wait and see who the next uh, Indianapolis Colts quarterback is going to be. But uh, we're going to go ahead and start hopping into uh, this. I'm going to watch this, and you guys can watch this with me. Shout out to the Pat McAfee Show. Uh, Appreciate you guys having Shane Steichen on, and we get a chance to listen to what Shane Steichen's going to talk about with the Indianapolis Colts and uh, a few other things. I'm interested to see what they talk about. It's about a 30 minute interview. Maybe we'll, we'll skip through a little bit of this stuff, but, uh, but nevertheless, let's go ahead and listen to it. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us live on stage. I don't know how much he knows about the Italian guy that he's going to work hand in hand with, <laughs> mm-hmm. or that he was driving in a Jeep with today. But he's the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Obviously, one of the magic minds behind the Philadelphia Eagles' incredible run and offense last year. High school teammates with Austin Colley, Coach Shane Steichen. Yeah. Coach, how are you, pal? Good. 
Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. I uh, I didn't expect to say all that about Conti, but we got a camera on him. Yeah, so the, cha- the fact that we got a camera on him had to really live it up because now he's sitting down over there acting like this whole thing is is all done. Conti's a legend. Oh, yeah. I don't best. know if you know that. Uh, and we apologize for wasting your time, especially in the very busy time that is now. And everybody's expecting us to chit-chat with hey, you. Hey, real quick, Conti's worth it. Yeah. Hell yeah. You can yeah. take yeah. the time on Conti. Oh, so you know that already. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a stud. How many days have you been here? Do you know? Shoot, I couldn't tell you the exact number, but two and a half, two months, whatever it's been, two and a half months. As soon as you get here, do you move here immediately? Uh, I don't. My family's still out in Philly. So right. you're staying hotel here right now? Yeah, I'm just in a little condo. Okay, we appreciate your immediate mm-hmm. dive in. You're a hot name in the head coaching search yeah. because of the success that you had and also the development of Jalen Hurts. Going into last year. He, he doesn't even have a home in Indy yet? Whew. And that's rough. Philadelphia Eagles could win a Super Bowl. Yeah. But can Jalen Hurts take the next step? If he can, cool. He's the guy. Just got a hundred and some yeah. million guaranteed. Congrats yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. Good, Jalen. But if he can, they'll get rid of him, they actually said. That was like the conversation going in. Like, there's a proving year for Jalen Hurts on whether or not he can be an NFL quarterback. He did. You were a massive part of that, obviously, alongside Sirianni. So when we go into the head coaching search, your name is a hot one. Why would the Indianapolis Colts, do you think, ended up being the spot that you're the head coach of? And please know that we're very thankful that you're here. Well, I'm, re- I'm really appreciative of the opportunity of the Indianapolis Colts. You know, anytime you get a chance to be a head football coach in this National Football League, I think you just can't ever take it for granted. And uh, the process that they went through, the hiring process they, that they did, and the questions they went through and asked me um, – I had a great experience with them, hit it off with Chris Ballard, uh, the Ursay family, going through that process, uh, felt really comfortable with them. Uh, they ended up offering me the job and fired up to be here. What were some? It was, yeah, it was funny because remember how we thought that they, there was no way Shane Steichen would come here, right? Because of the issue with Nick Sirianni, what he had with how the Colts handled the Frank Reich situation. Uh, we thought maybe he would, you know, they would potentially just never get that done. But sure enough, I mean, here we are, right? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some of the questions, anything cool? Like, hey, if you were a kitchen utensil, what would you be? Like, that's no, I don't think they went there. A lot of football stuff. Uh, oh, boring, yeah, a lot of football boring. stuff. I remember yeah, it was 12-hour meetings. Stuff. And yeah. the Colts did the most of the 50 ones. of them, 16-hour meetings, four days. Was that what your life was like? And yeah, what? I, probably, I think it was about 15 hours of interviews. Damn, what Damn. 15 hours. Damn. All right. Jeez, man. I feel like just Chris Boward wanted to know 
that he was getting the right answer next because of everything that the Colts have been through the last couple of years. Is yeah, no, it was it was really it was a process. I had the Zoom, so I we had the first round by, so we I couldn't interview in person, so I had to do the Zoom interview on that first round by. Did that? That was about a four and a half five hour interview, and then finally after the NFC Championship game, I was able to interview in person. They came out to Philly uh, and sat there with. You know, everyone with, you know, the organization and talked to Mr. Ursay for a while for a, lo a lot of time. So it was a good experience. How was that, brother? It was great. <laughs> Love Mr. Ursay. He was awesome. Had some great conversations with him and uh, it went well. He's an iconoclast. He's awesome. I can't say enough good things about him. He's been tremendous uh, with me and uh, look forward to working with him. I just learned that word yesterday. So I'm going to start forcing it in everywhere. Right, I can. There you go. But it works for uh -huh. Jim Irsay. He has a lot of iconoclastic tributes. He kind of breaks the mold with everything. We talked about this while the interviews were happening. We hate that you have to, before the biggest game of your life, spend hours talking to another team. Like, we hate that that is the way it goes. You have to do that because there's only 32 jobs in the NFL. So if you don't do that, completely absurd. Did you worry about that at all? Did, was there a thought of that? Did it interrupt anything or? The, the thing that worked out good about it was, you know, two weeks before the Super Bowl, we, you know, we prepared, you know, that week in Philly and then Friday afternoon, just in a normal, you know, you know, normal work week of a season, you get those Friday afternoons off and then Saturdays as well. You come in for the walkthrough and then you come back Saturday. So, those two days, you know, it's just like a normal deal. That's when I did it. So it, it worked out good. Yeah. It's not, I mean, you got the job and you made, I mean, yeah, the Super Bowl. Right. And got the job done. Uh, uh, the natural question about the year that you had, and the boys have a bunch of questions. We, I mean, the head coach was in the building right now. Yeah. This is a big deal. We are very thankful for you coming here. But the natural question to ask, especially six days out from the first round of the NFL draft, your first time being an NFL head coach, he's like, okay, his team needs a quarterback. So he had success. Well, Jalen Hurts, what, what was that? Last, Just last, last year. A yeah. couple of months ago. A lot of success. Right? They were killing. He was going to get cut. Yes. Remember yeah. if this guy can't. Mm -hmm. And then now he's the he got the biggest guarantee outside of Deshaun Watson right. in the history. So that means that if Coach Steichen is asked by Chris Ballard, what type of quarterback would you like? He wants Jalen Hurts. Yep. Okay, so he likes Anthony Richardson. But then you do a little research. It's like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Had successful Rivers, too. Rivers not yeah. really the biggest motion guy. How much conversation have you had with Ballard about the quarterback pick or the quarterback situation going forward? And what has it been like knowing that this is your first year going into a draft? And there's a lot that is kind of on the line at the most crucial position on the entire team. Yeah, I think we've had uh, a lot of conversations. They're still ongoing. You know, we're six days away from this thing. And, you know, people always ask, like, who are you guys taking? Well, we'll find out when the draft comes. You know, there's going to be a lot of moving parts that happen in that draft. Uh, but we're just trying to find the best players that are going to find to give us the best chance to win. That's it. People say, what type of quarterback you want? I want the guy that's going to give us the best chance to win. How do you find that out? Is it workouts? Is it questions? What about this S2 thing? Have you heard about this? Yeah, I've heard a lot about it. I've heard a lot about different tests, different things. You know, we take everything to account. Not tests, but obviously who the person is, what he's like, personality, his traits, how he is around the building with his players. And obviously, this, you know, the tape speaks for itself, you know, on a lot of these guys. And a lot of these guys have talent uh, that they can play really good football. Uh, so it'll be interesting uh, come Thursday. Coach Sirianni played rock, paper, scissors with people. You doing the same thing? or uh, I'm not paying rock, paper, scissors, uh, but it, it was good. Would you play cornhole or did you? Cornhole's not bad. Tic-tac. All right. All right. He's going to he's gonna fit in if he's uh, playing cornhole with the boys. Oh. Golf. Ooh. You're oh. golfing with people? 
No, I'm just saying you can. <laughs> you can. Could you imagine you bust out a golf sim in those meetings at the Combine? People walk in for their little 15-minute meeting. Eh, let's show you something. <laughs> Pop up a golf sim, play a quick three holes or something like that. AJ has a question for you, Coach. Coach, what was uh, what was it like going to the Combine as a first-time first, uh, first -time head coach? Was it a little different than uh, your times previous? Yeah, no, it was. It was a little different. Obviously, you know, you're in every single meeting now. As you know, when you're a coordinator, you sit in all the offensive uh, formal interviews. But now, you know, you got the defense uh, formal interviews to go through, and just so just getting that process together, seeing all sides of the ball. Uh, obviously, special teams are a big part of this game. Hell yeah! Uh, so you know, we got to you know do our due diligence on every player in this draft, offense, defense, and special teams, and and try to find the right guy. Have you? Obviously, you've had to take things from coaches that you coach with in the past. But now that you're getting a chance to kind of shape a team for the first time in your complete vision, is there a way you're asking questions to people? Is there something you're looking for for a player on your team? Now, I know Chris Ballard is the general manager and you are the coach, but these conversations have had to happen. Is there something that you want to like kind of define or a trait? In the your trait, too. I mean, I just want guys that love ball. Guys that are just football guys. I mean, those guys that are really love the game of football, you know, those are the guys that have a lot of success in this league. And and the high character guys, the guys that I've been around, been fortunate enough to been around, uh, one, they're really talented players, um, but really good people and do it the right way. And I think. So that was the sound clip that I heard from yesterday um, that uh, when he was talking about, you know, what, what does he want in that kind of guy? And you know, wants the high character guys, you know, the high character guys, what are the, what are they like in the locker room? What are they outside the locker room? What separates them as an individual? And of course, um, when you're talking about guys who are obsessed with the game of football, right? That's been a constant, uh, talking point with Shane Steichen ever since he's gotten into, uh, Indianapolis has been your obsession with the game of football will separate you from everybody else. And that's what I think he's wanting to get at is guys who are, you know, who are all about the game of football. What do they do? That's going to, you know, when they come in, you can tell they're obsessed with everything I'm teaching them. And that's the kind of guy that he wants. Now, who is that going to be? I think those guys that stick around for 10 plus years, they all kind of have that trait in common. So if we can find that as coaches and as scouts and get those guys in our building, uh, I think you've got a chance to have a really good team. You love ball, normally do more work because you're enjoying it. So like, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. It's like, well, that also accounts for like extra reps, extra jugs machine, extra recovery, extra rehab. It's like that one thing helps out so much other shit if they love the game. I yeah, there's no question. I will, will say that's one of the questions I do ask all these players. I, I want to know their weekly process. I want to know these college guys, their Sunday, they play on a Saturday. I want to know their Sunday through Friday, what they do to prepare to get ready. From every detail, when they come in the building, when they leave, how they watch tape, how they break it down, when they work out. Uh, I do. I, I And you can tell that. from that answer, I think, quickly, right, whether or not they love what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, some guys some guys are a little more detailed than others. Uh, is it the end-all, be-all to what I think about a guy? No, but I, I think it plays a part into how much they love football. Well, guys that play a long time all watch film. Yeah. Like, that's what I've learned. Mm -hmm. A guy that I think people on the internet are like, listen to Pac-Man talk about what a formation is and what he's, like, looking for. Never expect. You just think guys are, like, a great athlete. The people that have success – are invested. Pac-Man Jones has something for you, Coach. Coach, you, um, D'Amico, Mike, Zach, Brandon, 
all of the younger coaches are seem to have a lot of success with the new uh, age group guys that, that are coming up. Is it because you y'all are more pl player friendly? Y'all not banging them up every play? What is it? Because it's a gap right there between the younger coaches and the older coaches. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a great answer for you on that. I will say that I have a respect for all coaches of all ages. Um, if they're good. There's it, shitty coaches yeah. out there. You don't <laughs> yeah, I mean, if them. you're a good coach, it doesn't matter your age. Um, okay, but, good. you know, th obviously there's been success with some of the younger coaches out there, but there's still older coaches that have had a ton of success. Belichick's one of the best to ever do it, and he's still oh. doing it at a very high level. So uh, respect to every coach that's out there. Yeah, but it feels like there's a different personality a little yeah. bit. Like, or do you find yourself a little bit more Sirianni-ish? Because is that what we're going to get on the sideline? Ooh. Oh. Are the Colts getting that? That's a big deal. Huge. We're season ticket holders. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, the price went up. You know, I don't know how that works, but that's their business. Conti. 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 I have no idea how that is, the business or whatever. But we're there. And, yeah. like, an entertaining brand of football is not, not obviously just the style, and I think your offense bodes well for an entertainment level, which is 2023 football, which everybody's kind of yearning for. But the personality of a team, like Sirianni, the way he acted on the sideline, and when, like, I got a chance to be on a team with Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians talking shit, like, during the game. Like, everybody was like, oh, this guy wants to win just as bad as us. And then some people were like, act like you've been there before, be professional. I'm like, I don't feel... Oz I um yeah, I... Absolutely. I mean, it, I mean, it's no question. Frank Reich was a very mild mannered dude. Like he was very non-emotional on the sideline. You know, he's very even tempered and doesn't really let emotion come out very much. Um, especially over the last two years that we saw him, uh, that very much was the case. So you know, it can be a breath of fresh air when there's coaches that will show that kind of emotion because that's what the game of football is about. View that at all. Like, I would like everybody to act them natural selves. What are you, you think, game day? And what is, like, kind of the vibe going to be around the team? Uh, I am a passionate guy about the game. Oh, so you're talking shit. Well, no, nah, I'm not saying that, but I will have passion uh, on Sundays. I know that. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. I'm so happy we got that. Here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the refs, we like the refs. We don't like the refs. What do we think about the I refs? I respect the refs. They have a tough job. Yeah. Yes. They have a very tough job. I'm so happy to hear what's going to happen. That is awesome. <laughs> Coach, welcome to the team. Yeah, we are, right. Appreciate it. We are so happy. Uh, Connor, who's a New England Patriot diehard fan, has a question for you. Yeah, Coach. I mean, I'm rooting for you. I'm not rooting for the Colts. And that's <laughs> two completely different things. I hope you know that. But when it comes to kind of establishing your culture, yeah. you just mentioned the type of players and knowing their routine. Do you feel like you have to bring in this entire new wave or with the vets that are already on the team, you feel like you can kind of work with them to establish Oh, I think you can work. We got a lot of good vets on the team right now. Um, I've had really good conversations with a few of them. Um, they're passionate about football. I love that part of it. And then as the head coach, right, you have your vision for what you want it to look like. And uh, you got to carry through with that vision uh, and, and stay true to what you believe in as a head football coach. And, you know, you guys have heard me say this, the character piece, right, the preparation, the consistency and being relentless is kind of what I believe in. Uh, and but it's oh, not just say it again, say it again, say it again, say it again. Character, it's preparation, what? it's Character. consistency, what? and it's being relentless. Character, preparation, <laughs> consistency. <laughs> what kind of pen you use? Red one or blue? One? Uh, mechanical pencil. Thank you. Pat's <laughs> 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 writing that down. He needs to have that for for later material. Yeah, I, I get to respect that. Hey, those are gonna be on a shirt, I assume. That's a shirt. Uh, it could be. 
It could be. There's, it's going to be up on. It's it's all over the building right now. But uh, again, it's it's one of those things. I would buy that shirt. Things too, where it can't just live on a wall. Yeah. Like you got to bring it to life now, right? You got to show examples of what that looks like every single day. Show the players examples, and you got to live it. You got to live it every single day. And uh, if we can do that, and we can come together as a team and be connected. Because when we're connected, we're committed. Yeah. That's something I believe in. Um, so I think we got to be a good, do a great job of connecting uh, as a football team and go from there. When we're connected, we're committed. Great ball. You got bars all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got incredible lines here. I mean, you are crushing this. Um, you said you talked to the vets. You can just tell Steichen just looks so comfortable. You know, much more comfortable talking about the situation that he's in. Uh, Obviously, being there for a couple months, you know, he's had more time in the building. Hey, Derek, thanks for your podcast. Appreciate catching you when I can, being a Colt fan out here in Cali. Norma, I appreciate that very much. Uh, shout out to you. Shout out to you and Cali. I greatly appreciate you hanging on to the pod. Uh, greatly appreciate that. Do you have like one of those leadership council boards? I will. I will. Uh, How would that work? And and who, because when I was around, I think like the vets talked to coaches, but now it's like more of like a setup, like, hey, there's actually a leadership board and then they report to this. And it's like, I think it's much more common practice than maybe what it used to be or a little bit more structured. What does yours look like? Yeah. So we're going to vote on that uh, next week. And really it's just, to me, the leadership council is is a voice in the locker room for me, you know, to get, get the temperature on the team. Uh, so we can bring those guys in and really just keep them up to date with schedules and all those different things and and what we want practice to look like so everyone's on the same page. Okay. Thank you, Pokey. I appreciate that. That's interesting. What if they say something you don't like? Well, then it's when we have have a conversation, which is fine. You know what I mean? I think the accountability part of it's big. You know, it's not only just player to coach. It's coach to player. It's coach to coach, right? Everyone's got to hold each other accountable. And I think if we can do that, that's when I think it can, so, comes best. So that's the younger thing that he was talking about there, yeah. though. That's why I think. I was like, just trying to, yeah, you just nailed it on the spot because it's different between being just a coach and then being able to relate to the players. Um, the guys I name are very good at relating to the players. And that's all I was trying to say. Some of the, <clears throat> nothing against the older guys, but most of the older guys um, that are really good, they, are, they have their ways of coaching, I should say. It's no, hey, man, how you doing today? It's like, hey, we're going to do do this strictly. It's going to go by this. Um, today, I'm not, I might not ask you how you feel today. Yeah, but on, on that point, the resume is the reason why guys buy in. So, like, for you right now, zero win head coach, right? We talked to McDaniel yeah. before he went up there, and that was, like, his thing. Like, everybody's talking about it, but I have zero wins as a head coach. So, as you're kind of shaping this in the practices and the schedules and everything like that, I'm fascinated to see how you have projected that all. Like, yeah. do you think that's adjustable or are you like – Yeah, I think you got to be able to adapt and adjust um, in those situations, you know what I mean? But you got to have those conversations, you know, those heart-to-hearts with those players uh, and get the vibe and get the pulse of the locker room and where things at so everyone's pulling in the same direction. Man, I think you're going to have a lot of success. I can't wait to watch it. I'm, and to hear that you potentially would tell a ref, like, that's a terrible call. Like, I'm very upset. <laughs> I, I love that a lot. Tone has a question for you, Coach. Yeah, um, one of your colleagues, we heard him uh, talk about he's a new head coach and he wants shots, explosives. Hey, bro, I was, yeah, I was, I think I was 10 or 11 when, when that Super Bowl was for the Colts. The 07 Super Bowl. Yeah, the 06, 07 Super Bowl. Hey, I, I, I've been a huge, ginormous fan ever since then, bro. Same. 
the media department kind of buried. Are you it, also going to be looking for shots, explosives, and pew, 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 pew in Indianapolis? Uh, we do want to be explosive. And that, and that could look different every week. You know, when I got hired, you know, guys heard me say this. My philosophy is, you know, we're going to throw to score points and run to win. And uh, I, I think that's part of it. But again, the flow of the game is going to dictate that. You can still be explosive running the football. Mm -hmm. You can oh, create yeah. those explosive plays. So the flow of the game will dictate how the game is called, and how we're playing. Throw to score points, run to win. You got bars, yeah, bro. That's a great one. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Like this is, AJ, have you heard? Shane Steichen is the new uh, rap god of NFL coaches. <laughs> heard this? It's just like, boom, boom, Good. boom. Shots. It all makes sense. Coach, I wanted to ask, <laughs> how did you put your staff together? Is that something you kind of had already planned for their, like, I, I'm, I would assume through all your travels, you're looking at guys that you'd like that you'd want to bring on. How was that like kind of bringing the whole staff together? Yeah, no, I, I had, a, you know, you have a list of guys, you know, when you're going through the interview process of guys that you're looking at uh, to interview uh, and just trying to be as detailed as possible and not just hiring the first person that I interviewed, you know, not just like, all right, this guy was pretty good. I'm going to, you know, hire this guy, you know, wanted to hire the best candidate uh, for the position and really the best fit, you know, within each position room uh, was the biggest thing for me and the nucleus. Uh, and the chemistry within the staff. Yeah, so you, did you just say that so that the person that interviewed with you the first time knows that they're not the only one that didn't get picked? Is that what we're... Is that <laughs> yeah, what? no, I, I mean, I, I always... Every, every guy I interviewed, I told them, you know, I was going through a process, you know, in my interview process and, and going through that and would let them know. Hey, that's a lot of more decisions now at the head job, right? Yeah, you got a lot more decisions, a lot of more administrative stuff comes through your desk. Hate uh, it, hate it, love it. You can, you're not going to tell the truth right now. We'll talk to you like five years or not ever, but <laughs> all these ex-coaches tell us like the shit that shows up on your desk when you become a head coach, it's like, I was a football coach like that. I'm a good football coach. Love my players. Love what we're doing. Now I'm a head coach. Oh, you got to answer this question about like stadium routine and like yeah. travel and like hotel and food and what we're doing here. Like it's a whole new thing. Has that happened or is that kind of over? Uh, that's part of it. But I got my man over there, TJ, my assistant. Had a baby, sure. TJ. Hey. I thought he was Conti's guy. He's not Conti. That's your guy. Yeah. He does a hell of a job. He, we hired him from University of Wisconsin. He was the director of football ops there the past hey. seven years. Interviewed him uh, over a Zoom. He was one of many guys I interviewed for that position, uh, and he did a hell of a job. Hell yeah, okay. TJ. Congratulations, man. Earned it, too, by the way. Seven years yeah. in Wisconsin. Yeah. Like all, Every job to get in the NFL is like a very difficult one. That's why whenever Jeff Saturday just got named interim head coach, everybody was so pissed off. Yeah. Everybody was so damn pissed off. Uh, Ty has a question for you, Coach. Yeah, Coach, in terms of like the draft process, now I think a lot of this is probably more media-driven, but for example, like all the stuff that's coming out with C.J. Stroud, where, you know, going into the draft, he's one of the top two guys, and then all of a sudden, you know, a week before the draft, all this kind of like char character damaging stuff comes down to kind of get him to drop as a first time head coach. How, how difficult and granted, I know you're doing all your due diligence. That's a massive part of the job, but how difficult is it kind of sorting through all that bullshit when you know, like, Hey, whoever I'm going to draft and we're probably going to draft the quarterback. Like he, he's got to be the right guy. Yeah. I think, you know, with anything, right. Everyone's got their opinions on every player, you know what I mean? And uh, what matters to us, right. Is our opinions in that building uh, and what we believe in. Uh, and who we want to look at and picking because there is going to be a lot of outside outside noise. You know, people are going to have their opinions on this guy and this guy and that guy. And uh, we got to do the best we can as coaches and scouts uh, to bring in the right talent. Chris seems to be like the most fuck everything that is said outside of this yep. building guy. 
But the way he handles it is incredible because he has that nice Southern accent. Unreal. He's, he seems to be, he'll answer everything. Like today he even said like, everybody's fucking lying. I'm trying to be the most honest as everybody, but everybody's lying. I don't like it. And then he said, today I'm dancing. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm going to withhold some truth from you. I'm going to dance around your questions. That's just what it is. But he has always been a like, outside noise is outside noise guy. Feels like. You said you got along with him immediately, long interviews. What has it been like working with Chris? Because a lot of people outside the building are like, if this team can, two years ago, I don't know if you know this. Two years ago, we lost last game of the year. Okay. Clown town. We had, uh, we had eight pro bowlers or seven pro bowlers. Some team stacked money spent stars everywhere. Last game of the season, fans of the other team were dressed like clowns in the stands because they were mocking their bro. I, I made a video about that own organization. This organization is a Bush league amateur, uh, a clown show operation. We're going to dress like clowns. Colts lost to that. The, the clown team, we lost the team, didn't make it to the playoffs. Okay, heartbreaker. Yeah. That one was... I made a video about that, bro. I, I I encourage everyone who wants to go and watch that. That That's exactly what I said. I specifically mentioned that in the video. I'm glad Pat said it because I said the same thing. Their fans were going to the stadium dressing like clowns, people. Dressing like clowns. And yet, and to make fun of their owner and their team because their team was garbage. And we lost to that team. We didn't just lose to that team. We got demolished by that team and got kicked out of the playoffs for that. So Pat still remembers it. I still remember it. If y'all want to go watch my pain and suffering of that season, that last game, go watch that. Actually, I'm, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it right now. I'm going to find it right now. Hold on. I'm going to find it. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I'll have to find it. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep playing this and listening, but I'll find it. That one was tough, okay? Carson Wentz, see ya. Okay, we're now we need a new quarterback. Matt Ryan comes in. They stay fourth overall pick. Fourth overall pick. So like not that far removed from Super Bowl yeah. hopes in Indianapolis. And like the the view on Chris is he's got to get it right or he's gonna get the fuck out of there. Do you sense that from Chris? Is there an urgency like, hey, we need we got the fourth overall pick? So technically we're not in a great spot, but the urgency is like we need to win fucking. Do you feel that whenever I think I think there's urgency every year? in this league in every team in every team every year is a new year right and the and the conversations that i had with chris again going back to the interview process chris is a football guy he's a football guy he sees it the right way 
Uh, we've had tremendous conversations. Um, he's done a phenomenal job, you know, the past two and a half months that I've been working with him, uh, just the way he sees it, the way he communicates. Um, and I think he's going to do a tremendous job in this draft. I think you two are going to be a good team. Feels yeah. like not that he would be a bad team with anybody, but I I have massive respect for Chris Ballard. Andrew Luck retires nine days before the season. Yeah, and it's like once in a generation player goes there, and he's been playing catch up almost that entire time. Haven't been able to hit just yet. This hey, this is going to be the year though. That's right. Hey, coach, this is going to be the year. Pac-Man has a question for you, coach. <clears throat> My question is: Besides the quarterback group. Um, this all season we didn't see too much done. Um, what Here's the uh, the link, guys, for the uh, for that video. If y'all want to go watch it, since Pat was bringing it up, you guys can watch this video. I have it linked right there. Um, I can I, I'll maybe link it somewhere else, but it's in there. Be sure to check that out if you want to. Um, yeah, uh, talking about not much being done this off season. Yeah, that's an understatement. What are the groups or areas that we need to that y'all need to improve in on the offseason besides the quarterback position? Um, I think with anything, I'm not going to state out specific positions or groups. Uh, players, though. Yeah. We want players that you want to draft. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not going to get into all that. But, you know, we want to improve everywhere we can. I mean, and I'll leave it at that. Did I'll you watch every that. play? What do you have to do? Do you have to watch? This is facts. Yeah. Watch my soul being crushed. Yes. Every single game from last year? How's that work? Uh, I go through and I watch I watch games. I watch targets. I watch carries. I watch point of attack stuff. So when I'm going through watching our guys that are on the roster right now when I got hired, that's that's what I did. That's a lot of time, right? Pretty big time investment. Yeah, there. So you got to have a detailed plan, lay it out. Like, hey, I'm watching draft guys from three to six. I'm watching our guys from six to nine. And then I'm doing my get ready for meetings the next, you know, next day from nine to 10, whatever it is. First team meeting. How many times did you go through that in your head in your entire life and how to go, you think? Um, in my entire life, I went over it in my head a few times. You know, I think the first message, you know, uh, you want to set the standard of what you want it to look like, you know, and, and building the culture was a big part of that in my first message. Uh, and then from there, a lot of it is continuing to build on that message throughout those team meetings and really talking about situational football uh, and talking a lot of football. Yeah. Good clean daps in there. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. A couple good. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah. Uh, coach, when it comes to like hiring offensive coaches, the, you know, the whole question or kind of the whole thing is like, okay, this guy's bringing the Sirianni offense. Like, this is exactly what they're going to see in Indianapolis. And that's a conversation with a lot of the offensive head coaches. Is that something that you've thought about? Or do you think, like, yeah, for sure, that's an offense I was successful in, but that doesn't mean that's the offense I'm, you know, bringing to a T? Yeah, I think that's a good question. And and I think your offense is dictated off the players you have. Yeah. You know, especially it starts at the quarterback position. What does he do well? And how are we going to build this thing around what he does well? And then you build off that. What do our receivers do well? What do the tight ends do well? What do the backs do well? What is the offensive line? Are we more of a gap scheme team? Are we more of a zone scheme team? You know, you build that thing throughout the offseason and going into training camp uh, to find out kind of who you're going to be. Yeah, you know, that's smart. I've always said that, like, it's always, a, it's a great thing that Steichen is talking about how, you know, there's a lot of coaches at every level of football and, and a lot of sports for that matter, that want things to be done a specific way, you know, that they draft players based off their scheme or they, you know, want players to run their scheme based off how they want to do it rather than drafting guys based off their abilities and then fitting a scheme around those guys. 
I think that's a very important aspect of this is n- knowing how to play to the strengths of your uh, of your players and how to minimize their weaknesses. Uh, I think that's the important aspect of this. Art. Not everybody does that. No. Like, hey, this is my system. Hey, these players stink at this system. Well, the system has been good though. Like <laughs> yeah. if they if they just do the system, we'll win. As opposed to like, hey, here's the players we have. Let's go ahead and kind of emphasize their strengths. That feels like the smart play. Yeah, I th- like that is some. How, are you worried about that or no? Pretty no, simple? I th- I think I think you just got to have a detailed plan when you go in there when you're teaching it. That's that's the biggest thing to me. Flashcards, you using flashcards. You it? can use this whatever whatever. There's different ways of learning, right? There's audio learners, there's visual learners, there's rep learners, and I think as coaches, we got to do a heck of a job of finding out what those players learn best at. And however that is, shoot, we need more walkthrough reps for this particular player. Let's do that. All right, this guy is a film study guy. He can learn off the film. Or this guy is an audio learner. Now there's there's probably a few that are our audio learners because that's special, and I think that comes over time. To where when you're talking with maybe a veteran player and it's like, hey, shoot, hey, and cover two now, that wheel's going to squeeze and we're going to throw this wrap in behind because the mic's pushing this way. They're like, boom, I can see it, you know? Mm. And some guys need to see it on tape, you know? So I think that's the process you got to go through as a coach uh, to find out how these guys learn. Yeah, it sounds like you're a good coach. Uh, yeah. Is, yeah, it sounds like you got figured out. Ty has a question for you. Yeah, coach, I know that you just got here and you obviously have a bunch of stuff on your plate right now. So I'm assuming you're not playing too much grab ass. But we had uh, <laughs> Coach Sirianni on last year and we basically asked him, like, hey, do you have any like hobbies or do you do anything for fun? And he basically just said, like, no, my only interest is football. I don't I don't have anything. That else. is a but, true statement. Okay. Nick Sirianni is all football. Is that what he sounded like? That's, that's literally what he said. You know, what did it sound like exactly? Uh, I don't like to do anything other than watch football, play football, coach football, think about football, Lord. eat footballs. Uh, you, you, you get it. But my question is like, <laughs> do you have any hobbies or like when you're around a guy like that, I assume that kind of rubs off on you and it's like, oh, I guess I don't like anything other than just football. Anymore. Uh, you know, in the summer times, I do like to get out and try to fly fish. Really? Yeah. You're an outdoorsman. Outdoorsman. And then golf. I probably golf. I'd like to golf more. Just the time. Don't have enough, a lot of time to do that. But I probably golf six or seven times a year. But you a stick? What, I'm, I'm okay. We just had John Rahm on. I heard that. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's, yeah, he's, he's, hey, he's, he's good at bad. golf. He's not bad. Yeah, he, he's, he's, pretty, he's a good guy, too. That's my first oh, time I've heard him talk that yeah, long. Cool, I guess cool. I should listen to more stuff. He seemed like a cool guy. You a good player? Always played? Played in high school? Uh, I played a little bit, but I'm not, you know, I'll shoot, I don't know, high 80s. Oh, okay, good. That's oh, pretty yeah. good for five or six times a year. And that's not, you know, if I go out and play lights out, I can shoot in the low 80s. Okay, so you know. you're potentially sandbagging the fuck out of us yeah. right now. <laughs> no, that's, I'm being honest. That's, that's an honest truth. Well, that's number one there on priorities, character. You know? That's right. Then preparation only five, six times. I mean, what do you want? How are you going to be consistent? <laughs> and then, you know, you got to be relentless uh-huh. in your yeah. pursuit of uh, golf. AJ has something for you, Coach. Yeah. Coach, what was uh, what was your college experience like uh, out at UNLV? I think a lot of people that obviously haven't gone there think, oh, that would be a weird place to go to college. Tough. Yeah, no, uh, it was actually awesome. I, I really wouldn't trade it uh, for anything, you know. Um, going there, experiencing uh, – going to UNLV, obviously the strip, believe it or not, you know, people that haven't been there, the practice fields, you could pretty much throw a rock to the hard rock casino. Uh, it was right there. So, so that's not for some people. 
Yeah, I mean, like it, me, it, yeah, not, it would not. Uh, that would not have been good. Yeah, I, people always ask me like, "How was that experience?" It's like, well, shoot, you're a college kid. You know, you're not making a lot of money. You get a stipend check on scholarship. You know, you go down to you know down to the strip. You go buy a cocktail. It's fifteen dollars for a cocktail. <laughs> I mean, like, you're probably staying you know at the little local pub if you're a college kid. Uh, getting a beer there for two bucks or something, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was a great experience. Wouldn't change it for the world. Great, you know, had met great people there. Uh, had great relationships um, with the people that I met. Uh, so really enjoyed it. Did you know you're going to be a coach your whole life? Uh, I did. Go, my, my high school coach was had a big influence on me. Um, and so just being around him, seeing what he did, you know, he would take me to the, you know, the Glazier clinics and, you know, and I would be then demonstrator for him, like up on stage, like, here's how to take a five-step drop and, and all that stuff. And I was like, man, this guy does this for a living. I mean, now he teaches at the school too, but I thought that was pretty cool, uh, seeing that. And then going to college, the other guys I was around, I was around a few different coaches in college, uh, but always enjoyed the X's and O's part of it, you know, and what they did. Uh, and always liked being around the office, hanging out with those guys. But I did. I kind of knew my freshman year in college um, that I probably wasn't going to the NFL. Damn. Um, but, uh, you know, just love that part of the game, the X's and O's and the coaching part. Man, you're 18, 19. You still had it. Look how tall you are. Yeah. yeah. No you hooping just, in there? You ain't, you ain't doing no basketball? I hooped in high school a little bit. You're tall. Oh. You got you got a jumper? What do we got? Decent, not really. I mean, I'm all right, I guess. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The giveaway today? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't want. Oh, guys, beloved in the city right now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. Lose a bunch of stuff for a lot of people. I, I think you, can do it. <laughs> you got hoop in uh, in the team meeting room or in, uh, in the, Philly? We got a hoop. We had a hoop in Philly up on the wall, kind of just like you got right here. What will your standard be in there for uh, locker room games and things like that? Uh, a lot of guys are just like best out of five in there on the hoop. No, but you're cool with it in there. What's that? You're cool with it in there. Oh, yeah. No, in the, oh, yeah, in the locker room right now, yeah, we got cornhole in there and uh, ping pong right now. We don't have a hoop in the team meeting room. Though. Will you go down there and uh, will you step onto the ping pong table or the cornhole boards? Uh, every once in a while, I stepped in and played some ping pong last week with one of the players. Who you won? I did not. He beat me. Oh. oh. That's a big deal for the locker room. They can't be losing the fucking coach. Yeah. Yeah. He can make it back, though. He can hit one out of five. You know? What, from uh, NBA 3? Yeah, I think he can hit one out of five. I mean, he can spin one of those pigskins into that hole. Yeah, he can yeah. still spin it. He was yeah. checking out the ball. As soon as he got yeah. here, he checked out the baby uh -huh. dude. Hey, we want to let you know, one of these can go to your desk. You yeah. Know, you can just... Take it for instance. Put in one of those little glass things. You know what I mean? You know what? Let us do it. Let us do it. You don't have to spend any of that new money <laughs> yeah. with the whole family. Uh, what type of, uh, you can be super fundamentals coach? Super fundamentals? Like every single day we're working on this, we're doing this? Or what is kind of, uh, you think, how you see your practices going? Yeah, ball security is a big part of what we're going to do. Are you wearing boxing gloves? You punching people? We will have boxing gloves out there. Yes. Oh, hey. go. yes. Are you swinging on these folks? or? Uh, I might. I might, yeah. Every once in a while, I put one on. Yeah, because you know that. How hilarious would that be to see Shane Steichen out at practices with a freaking boxing glove and punching the crap out of these guys with those gloves or with the uh, with that and the ball? Bro, that'd be hilarious. That'd be so hilarious. That Vrabel, anytime he's got like that big uh, flap jacket on, yeah. him, and then he's got the uh, the gloves. The internet loves it. I couldn't even imagine. You should go out there with a helmet on, mm, helmet on with sick. the thing, yep. with boxing, boxing gloves. Yeah, yeah. You should do Oklahoma drills maybe with the boys. I don't think I'm gonna do that. <laughs> People would love it. What do we got? Music at practice? You got energy? We will have music. We have. We will have music. Got to look at the playlist. Who controls it? 
playlist. My man Walt, my man Walt in the video room will be dialing up the playlist. Oh, good luck, Walt. Hey, good <laughs> luck. Big job. Good luck, Walt. Good good luck. Hard job. That right is- hey, Amar, um, that S2 stuff was fake. So don't be saying that somebody's dropping out of the top five because of an S2 score. Believe me. <clears throat> Believe me, that stuff is fake. The S2 owner literally said it was fake. That is not easy. There's a lot of different genres of music that are listened to in that locker room. If you have control of the Ox, that is not an easy job. Walt's ready for it, though, right? He's on your team. He's ready. Walt's ready. He's going to be awesome. As are you. What do you got for the rest of the day, rest of the weekend? Are we working, obviously, through the weekend? What does it look Uh, like? I will be working. Just still looking at draft, looking at prospects, and keep going through that process. What is it? Eli, have you been down to the restaurants down there? What's the steakhouse? St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's. You've been there? Aaron Izzy's? Yeah. Aaron Izzy's, St. Elmo's. Yeah, been there. Phenomenal. Phenomenal steaks. Uh, First ad. We're reinventing our network. With smarter, more efficient routes. So you can deliver more value to your customers. Fast. Reliable. Perfectly orchestrated. The United States Postal Service. Why do I care so much what people think about me? I think I'm gay. Prime. Prime, been to Prime. Prime solid, too. They're all good. Oh, he ready. This guy's got no time for anybody's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. He is ready. Absolutely. Hey, let's go win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's go win. Tell us who you're picking. Last question. So does the uh, quarterback sneak that basically changed the game last year come with you from Philly, or is that just because Jalen Hurts has tree trunks for fucking legs? Um, I think a lot of that quarterback sneak, you know, uh, was a lot of everybody. It starts with offensive line up front. Um, Those guys, Kelsey, Isaac, Lane, uh, Landon, I mean, they got that thing started. Um, And then obviously Jalen had a good feel for it, you know. Um, but it is a good play. You need one yard. Uh, it's hard to stop. Yeah, the tush push. They were trying to ban it. Yeah. You were pissing people off with that. Peter King, King was, hates it. Peter King was so mad mm-hmm. what you guys were doing. Do you know that? Yeah. So mad. Well, it's interesting because that that play, when you're backed up, like on the half-yard line, right, people run that play. They've been running that play for years. We just brought it to the field to play. Sue us. How about Don't it? actually, though. Yeah. Shout out to Brett Favre. Okay. Uh, Coach, we appreciate you for taking time out of your life to come chat. Hey. All right, guys. Well, that was uh, Pat McAfee interviewing uh, Shane Steichen. Um, again, great show. Oh, he's saying watch the rest. Chat with us. Okay. We're big fans of yours right now. I assume we'll remain big fans of yours, the human. But this Colts city is ready for a winner again. They were spoiled a long time. You know, I don't want to say they because I was a part of it, I guess. Peyton brought a winner here. This is a great football town. Great, great, great football town. Great football town. Yeah. And Jim Irsay, he has a museum mm-hmm. and artifacts and everything like that. He wants to win, too. Yeah. Feels like we're on in a good spot. I'm very thankful for you taking the job here. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. Hey, no problem. You think you can make a shot or no? I mean, I can give it a whirl. I might airball it. No, no, people do all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. You, you have numerous. Yeah. Where are we going from? Right here on stage? Yeah. How far is that? Uh, about half court. About half court. Yeah. Half court. 40 right, feet. We'll give it a whirl. Okay. You oh, know, yeah. You, hey, listen. You People have airballed before. Mm-hmm. All the time. All the time. All, Pac-Man uh-huh. ran a 428. Great athlete. He airballed. Then he made one. So, like, let's see the relentlessness, okay? Yeah. All right. We don't have to be that consistent here. You have not prepared, but your character is going to be on great display right here. Ladies and gentlemen, if Coach Steichen, hold on, Coach. Oh, I like that. Yeah, he's got the warm-up. You look so cool, too, by the way. Like, super cool fit. 
Oh shit, what? He can he can play. You can tell. Hey, you look so cool. You look really cool, dude. Super fucking cool. All right, coach. You make this shot. We'll give uh, 15 people, no, 20 people, $500 who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody, and put the easiest way to pay them digitally. Coach Shane Steichen, new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, trying to win 20 people, $500 on this Feel Good Friday. Is he going to airball this? this Oh. Oh, he just airballed it. That's good that's a good shot. That's a good first shot. Come on, Jeremiah almost broke his back. Come on, please That's tell it. me Thank he hits one of them. Oh. Come on, please bonus tell me bob, he hits one of them. Hey, some Wendy's, bro. Listen, well, the thing about this particular game, there's no rules, actually. Yeah. Like, if, if that ball bounces anywhere near us, that's bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we want people to win. You know why? Because we want people to know that the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts is an absolute dog. We want people to have a great feel-good Friday. We want people to see Shane Steichen yelling at refs on Sundays, being passionate. No, he's a... Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) That was bad. Okay, Steichen, come on. How about this? Oh, 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 you make it? 25 people. Oh, holy shit. 25 winners, $500. Coach Shane Steichen. Oh, Oh, just shot. That was that was a real. The basketball did go in the net. Well, over there. Yeah, let him sling it. Was, <laughs> he's gonna throw the football snacks. <laughs> Back was. in Sam Boyd Stadium. With Austin Collie. <laughs> he's at BYU. All right, man. Hold on. I'm being told you have a record at UNLV. Like, you were a great five times in one game. So, you were a dog. Whoa. We didn't know that. What are you talking about? I knew I was going to be an NFL guy. What is What is you talking about? What is that? Is, is that real? Oh, you wanted a coach. Those are sweet, too. Yeah, he looks so cool. Yeah, yeah great fit. Oh, he got a dog fit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah great fit. Uh, coach, here's what you got to do. Okay? You throw any of these baby dukes into that hoop. Any of those three holes over there, garbage can that's open, or that hoop over there, we'll give 20 people $500 who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody because it is Feel Good Friday, mm-hmm. and then also in the same reply, put the easiest way to pay them. AJ. This is this guy threw five times in college. Yeah. Come on, coach. Yeah. Come on, coach. Oh, that's, oh, that's a dart. That's, that's a good dart. Good looking ball. I loved everything about that ball. All right, we're going over here, yep. middle. Like, Hell yeah, coach. We appreciate you. 20 people, $500 to retweet this video because the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts is an absolute dog. Good luck with everything we... Hey, that's hilarious, bro. Gotta watch that. Fantastic. Well, at least we know he can can throw the football, right? All right. Well, that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you guys for coming in here and uh, chilling with me. Uh, thanks again for allowing me to watch this. And uh, hopefully we'll get to see more Shane Steichen here in the near future. Shout out to Pat McAfee. Shout out to everybody else in that uh, in that group. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And as always, go Colts.